hated if I said it. I meant it. Bite my tongue for no one. Call me evil or unbelievable. If I said it, then I meant it. What I said, I what I said, I meant it. If I said it, I meant it. There's no way around it. If I said it, I meant it. Podcast. Bite my tongue for no one. You sounded low. I'm Kevin. There Chiu. you are. Coming there you are. You, as always, with my good friend. Richard Vasquez. Hey man, I got a story to tell you. <laughs> oh. That's what Biggie said and then Did well, he? Yeah. It's called I Got a Story to Tell. Oh, okay. It's a song. Um, so we were driving down Whittier Boulevard. RJ's in the back seat of the truck, and we passed Steakenstein. And RJ goes, ooh, Steakenstein. He goes, is that Richard's favorite place? <laughs> and I go, I don't know if it's his favorite place, but he likes it. And he goes, Steakenstein and Gardens. Those are Richard's favorite places. I was like... Fuck, he's fair. I go, that's fair. I go, some combination. So what there. information has he gotten where he thinks? I'm not, He's not inaccurate. Not, <laughs> I'm just wondering. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Does he hear like me talking to you going, ah, oh, let's go to gardens. gardens. Yeah, probably. And then, I mean, he's been at gardens. He has. I mean, it's been a while, but or at least since I've been there with them. Um, but I remember one time he went there. For like a Sunday, it was, football. It was Sunday football, but like I think the Packers played in the morning. I think, pa- and, yeah, and the Raiders, Raiders played in the afternoon. So you stayed for like to like halftime of the Raider game. Yeah, um, that's funny. I wonder, I wonder what was said. Well, I've you know he'll come home and there'll be a potato, a cheese bread, whatever, and I'll tell him like, yeah, we went to we went to Steakenstein. He's like, ah, oh, I want to go to Steakenstein. I was like. Save your money. Because I'm not paying for your ass. It's getting expensive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We went to um we went to State Corral on Monday. I think it was Monday. Um I mean, I got the ribeye. It's okay. You know, I get it. It's a twenty dollar fucking meal. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like mad at it or anything, but like I feel like I tasted the grill on the steak. Yeah. Like they haven't cleaned it. Does your cousin still work there? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, but I can't, I mean, it's 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's 1990 or something like that. Like, do they still let you make your own salad? Cause they stopped that during COVID. Uh, you have to order the salad, but yeah. Raquel majors. Oh, she got to make hers? Yeah. Oh, that's well, good. Why? Cause during COVID, like 2021, 2020 ish. <clears throat> You couldn't make your own. Like so they made it for it. you? Yes. Was that like bothersome to you? Yes. Why? <sighs> you got to be like, more croutons, more croutons, more croutons. So I put the croutons on first. They oh, you the like bottom. a certain order. Then I put the lettuce, and then I take the cucumbers. I take a chunk, and I'll throw them into the bowl, and then I'll make a cucumber wall. So it allows for more So explaining salad. that to somebody is difficult, I'm assuming. Well, I I'm, I just didn't. I was just like, here's that's what, what I'm I saying. Want. Like, because it, it, it was probably more daunting to be like, okay, so here's hear me how out. I make my salad, right? Hear me out. Yeah, I'm not gonna put that. 
pressure on like no, it's just give me a normal salad. I'll eat a normal. Salad. It was pretty packed too, so I could. I mean, I get maybe during the pandemic it wouldn't have been as packed. No, it was pretty empty. It was the eat outside time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, we got in and there was two or three families in front of us, and then like. Oh yeah, that's. I would say there was probably a total of like thirty people in there. That's pretty packed. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty packed. Every year, Yvette gets a twenty-five dollar gift card, or it's actually a piece of paper that's handwritten that's a coupon gift certificate for steak corral from my dad really he they they found out that they both loved steak corral like she loves steak corral and he's my dad's my my dad went to steak corral talked to the people there found out who the owner was Got to know the owner to the point to find out that the owner has a second state corral in like another county far. He went to go. He went to it. He went to that one. <laughs> did he? Was that his? All right. I got to know. Did he go there specifically for that? I don't know. I'll be honest. It wouldn't surprise me if the answer was yes. Because my dad is the type that he drove to Bishop, California, which is about a six hour drive. Just for bread. Like, just for fucking bread. But that's what you do when you're retired. He also found out that the pies, they make those fresh every single day. It's not like a store-bought pie. They look old and left over and not great, but they're made fresh every day. At Steak Row. I think the, the... Is it the wife? Makes them at home and takes them and then what happens if they're not eaten i don't know at some point i'm sure they throw them away huh that's my dad so he finds out that she likes steak corral and he's like steak corral is the best and he gets her a 25 dollars gift certificate every year for christmas that's funny and it's handwritten it's it's an old like you could take it to a print shop kinko's and make Hundreds so, of dollars worth, but it's almost uh, like fuck it. No. On, on a similar note, so I don't remember when this was probably during the pandemic. Raquel and I went to Olive Garden. I want to say the baby was like a baby, baby, right? And I don't know where in the parking lot, but somebody gave us. It was like a folded. It wasn't even a gift certificate. It was like. Just like Olive Garden, like and then like the address and like a flyer, you know what I mean? And then on the back, somebody or on the front, I'm sorry, on the actual thing, they wrote twenty percent off, and then there was a number. Oh, no, actually, Raquel wrote that number, so that didn't even count. It was just at twenty five percent off, right? So we took it, you know, whatever, no big deal. And then it's kind of just been in Raquel's purse for, you know, eight nine months or whatever. And then the other day we went, we were in that area off of, off of Whittier, by the Whitwood, uh, not by Whitwood, by, by the Quad. Yeah, we and, were just there yesterday. Okay. Monday. And um, we were like, let's just go to Olive Garden. Like, I don't know. It's, it's not the, I mean, you know, obviously it's not the greatest, but it's just like, we know we can get something quick. It's not like a super, like, fast, fast food, you know. It's an Italian food version of, like, Chili's. Oh, exactly. It's ex- That's exactly what it is. 
So we order our food, whatever, and the bill comes up to like 80 bucks for yeah, us it ain't two, right? cheap. It's not cheap at all. So I asked the waitress, I'm like, hey, like, I don't even know if this is real. We got it. Somebody handed it to, handed it to us in the parking lot a few months back. Um, if it's not, no big deal. Like, I just thought I'd try. They gave us the discount. I, I didn't. I wouldn't give it to us. Like, what the fuck is this thing? It's it's literally handwritten. Like, I gotta put anything on there. And there's no reference code. No, or <laughs> it's like like the 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 actual flyer is an actual Olive Garden flyer. But I mean, I could have literally just wrote twenty five percent off your next visit. Like, have you ever seen that flyer before? No, I know. I, I mean, I haven't been Olive Garden years prior to that. So I'm wondering if that was some kind of promotion or they have a few of them for irate customers. I mean, maybe. It was just on on the level of you saying getting the uh, steak, and, or steak corral uh, gift card. I once, when the McDonald's on Washington and... Uh, Rosemead across from the Pico Town Center. By the Alley Fitness? Yes. Okay. El Rodeo used to be there. When that McDonald's first went in, they used to do you could pay with your ATM card and you could get cash back. Really? Yes. It was really weird. I didn't understand how it worked, but I was in the line. I got two of the two cheeseburger combos, and I was like, you know what? It'll save me a trip to the ATM. Give me 20 bucks back. Put my PIN number in, and I forgot to get my $20. I, it slipped my mind. Something happened. Your and, food was probably already ready. You didn't even fucking yeah. fish complete, and then it was there. And I was just like, I got I got out. Got home and I was like, oh shit, I forgot my 20 bucks. Like, I'm not going back. That was my bad. But I'm just going to let McDonald's know. Like, they should probably make sure if you're going to do cash back. So I wrote a letter to the district manager. Like but a handwritten letter? No, I typed it. I ty- we're, we're in a generation of typing. Well, I don't know when this was. Sometimes I do handwritten letters, yes. Just let them know. And I was completely honest up front. I said, it is on me that I requested cash and didn't get it. This is, I'm not blaming them. It's just both parties forgot. But I just want to let you know I didn't get my 20 bucks. Just an FYI. If that register wasn't over by $20, someone stole $20 from you and I. (laughs) I got a letter back from the district manager with $20 worth of McDonald's coupons, like the McDonald's bucks. And I got the business card, her business card, and she on the back wrote on two of them, good for one value, you know, one combo meal with her name on it. And I thought, well, that's janky. Like the 
Olive Garden thing. But yeah. yeah. It's not going to work. It's like, fuck it. It's worth a try. So I tried to use them, and I got free combos. So I was like, okay, this must be a thing. If you find a district Did manager. Did keep it? Yeah, they kept it. Yeah. And I was like, this. And they're like, okay, let me ask my manager. And the manager's like, yeah, okay. And everybody's just like, all right, we'll just take it. Like fucking sheep. Like, okay. I wonder if you could, like, make, like, a hundred. I mean, if you want to eat McDonald's all the time. Like, go to, like, Vistaprint and print out a bunch of cards. Or just take a stack. Like, next time you see, like, yeah. just, like just take them. And then write it on your uh, on yourself. I mean, you could. I would think it would probably work. I mean, these people don't give a fuck, let's be honest. I think I've told the story before, but um, one time Ryan and I were, we were on Beer Patrol or Beer Run, right? So we went to go pick up like two thirty-six packs from the store, and then I hit everybody up like, hey, is anybody hungry? We're going to stop at KFC. This is when the KFC is where the Tiramia was. Yes. So that that uh, drive through is weird. Yes. So you go in and you order on the driver's side, but then you drive around and you have to get the food from the passenger side, right? Yes. So I don't remember if I was driving or Ryan was, but either way, we pull up to the drive through and we had to order our food, right? And the guy's like, oh, you know, whatever, $39 or whatever it was. Hey man, can I get a beer? <laughs> and I and with I, you know without hesitation I was like yeah yeah can we get some free food? free food yeah and he's like hold on one second and he goes to the back and I'm assuming he went to go talk to his homie or whatever yeah and he's like what do you guys want and I was like just whatever we ordered and a little extra yeah like. All right, and he fucking loaded us up. We gave the kid like six beers, and I'm based I, off I, of the weight of the bag. He, I shouldn't say kid; he was probably 22 years old. Uh, yeah, definitely would would at least 20. I gave I gave him like six beers, and it was totally worth it. I mean, they throw a lot of that shit out. Yeah. I I don't even know if they even like how they would count that stuff. I mean. I'm sure there's a there's a lot there's a a, a lot it's a lost learner and lost earner in certain aspects. Yes. Um, so I mean they these fucking they're they're fuck it. They don't give a fuck. Like let's be real. Let's go back to the barter and trade system. Like it's better. <laughs> Man, those are the good old days right there. Fuck. One of uh, one of a vet's families runs or was the manager of some you know like a burger stop or you know one of those like douglas burger yeah and what he said was that he used to keep track of how many sodas should have been sold based off of the number of cups that were gone like they would order cups and there was six that's why you get water cups in like a small thing is just because the big cups are part of the inventory so you know 750 cups come in a box we should have for this month 750 sodas sold, but we only had 500. People are giving sodas away for free, or giving our fucking cups away for free. So I don't know if maybe that's how they do it, but I know at Dodger Stadium they do that. That's how they uh, count how many beers were sold by how oh, many by cups. cups. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it makes sense. The the 
bad part is like, what happens if you fuck up a cup? It's like, is there a button that goes fucked up a cup? No, I, I, in any business, there's shrink there, percentage. Yeah, there's a yeah. percentage where you just kind of like ex, um, accept the write off, right? But like, it can be excessive. Let's just be real. Yeah, like it has to be like within a certain dollar amount. Um, speaking of beer, not beer, cups. but just drinking at an event. So this past weekend, we went to uh, the Bellator event in Long Beach, and you know, I didn't realize. Speaking of janky, how genius that wine rack was. I mean, if it wasn't for us having to wait in line for an hour and a half, I probably would have spent way more money. Yeah. Um, because I just would have been like, it's all good, bro. I'll just buy drinks. So Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, for those who aren't familiar with the wine rack, I think we've mentioned it before that... God bless her, my fiance is willing to stuff her bra with a plastic uh Is it like lining? Yeah. It's it's in the shape of what you would see a bra as. And you fill it up and it's we fill it up with liquor. And I don't know why I thought drinks were gonna be more accessible. Oh, I thought I definitely thought so too. I mean I've been to a event like that like that before and it's not that bad. It and was I, that was terrible. And I figured, you know what? We're probably going to get little cups like this, right? We'll get a soda. We'll just do a couple of shots in them. Even if it saved us two rounds, it would have been perfect. It was it was half of this, right? So I was thinking we're going to get eight to ten shots out of it probably. I should have filled it up more. Like I, I should have. It was fine. Honestly, I didn't want to get up and go use the restroom. It's like a, it was different than watching at the house. Yeah. Where I can, in between fucking. You can pee in a minute. In between rounds, I can jump up real quick, go pee, and come back, and I won't miss anything. Yes. I mean, we had really good seats. Yes. We had to walk up a bunch of stairs, and then the restrooms were fucking far as fuck. Yeah. So, it, I just, I wasn't trying to get, like, filled up and having to pee every five minutes. So, but I, my, my point was, though, is. I didn't realize how genius it was because in a, in a, well, especially for a moment like that, but I, I can only imagine like when you go like to a concert Stage or coach, I mean, dude, like, imagine Coachella. I mean, it has to be like, even if it saves you four drinks, cause you're buying two drinks each, that's 40 or 50 bucks right there. Dude, I spent, uh, so, so you guys understand the lines were terrible at this event. Like, and the people were like literally there was no like rush or any kind of urgency urgency on their part whatsoever. Um it took eight minutes for two guys to get two churros, two beers, and I think they got two nachos. Maybe. Maybe. I eight noticed minutes. there was one guy in line by himself. Kevin talked to him and I thought he was gonna ask him like what he was getting or whatever. So I finally just walked up to him and was like, look it, what are you buying? And he's like, I'm getting a beer. And I was like, what else? And he's like, and nachos. I think he knew where I was going with this. And I was like, all right, if I buy your beer and nachos, will you order four sodas for me? And I will buy your beer and nachos. Yep. And he the guy like, went, yep. yeah. He's like, he's like, but I want nachos too. And I was like, <laughs> I got you. I will buy that for you. 
I mean, that ended up costing me 50 bucks or whatever. But Which is crazy because the beers – okay, let's say the beer was 15 bucks. Okay, now $35 by nachos for sodas. Let's say each soda was – The beer was probably like t- closer to $20. I think it was close to – Yeah, it's probably 18 bucks. Jesus Christ, okay. And then each soda was probably $6. Yeah, so then you're looking at 10 bucks for nachos. Jesus Christ. For but that, again – I don't mind paying that kind of price if I'm in and out, but we stood in line for 35 So I would say Dodger minutes. Stadium can be pretty quick in yes. some aspects. Yes. Um, even when it's super packed, it can, yes. I mean, because there's so many lines. This was. This, and they're efficient as fuck, too. Like. Yeah, this wasn't set up very well. Um, but I mean, besides that, did you have a good time? Did you enjoy the fights? Uh, yes and no. So, yes, I had a good time. Uh, you took us to a great pizza place. Liar. None of us got pizza. I got pizza. You, well, I apologize. You got Me pizza. Me and Raquel got pizza. Um, I got a French dip, which was made out of uh, a tri-tip French dip. It was it was good. It was really good. Um, that's lasagna was – it was good. Cheese bread sucked. Pizza was good. It, now, I would say that it's on par with like a Rio's. So I'm never going to drive to Long Beach to have that pizza. But if I'm down there, it's a safe bet. Broadway Pizza. So shout out to them. If you're ever in Long Beach and you're like, yeah, let's just grab a fucking pizza. I just hate saying that, like, let's go eat here because I don't want to be crucified if you're not a fan of it. It was a little expensive. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I won't disagree with that. I was like, because we split the bill. And I, I don't even remember who, like, what. It was like 50 bucks each. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like. Well, we could have went to a restaurant and, and, and spent 120 each person. Each person, yeah. yeah. Um, so we, we – good meal. That was cool. We stopped at uh, the 7-Eleven. We filled the, the Sprites up with Seagram 7 and walked to the uh, conference center. The conference center? I just thought it was no, uh, a convention Convention center. center. There you go. It was a long – it wasn't a long walk. It was a – It was a. It's an easy walk when, when we're talking. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. When you live in the city, that's just – it's a walk down to the convention center. And, you know, the couples – The walk that was long was the fact that we went the wrong way yeah. and then had it circle back. Yeah. It's like spiral down. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, I, I really didn't look up to see where to go. And we didn't know. Yeah. And there was other things going on that we were following people. And you would think they would have better signage. Yeah. Just saying. So, the, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll let uh, you finish. No. And then, you know, then we got to the front. And how would you explain the f- security procedures? Uh, so, there's a viral video that has come out i want to say it's like at a michigan game where it's like they pay you to do the minimum yeah and there's a security guard and he's just like not even really patting anybody he's just like like lightly like like air padding yeah that's basically what they did yeah so yvette opened she was like oh i wonder if they have a clear bag policy i said probably we have – she has, like, a clear bag that says Bank of California on it. Uh, we got it from the Bank of California Stadium. Someone 
works there. Yeah. Um, but like that's her clear bag that she takes places. Yeah, we have one too when we go to like uh, football games, yeah. or baseball games. Yeah. So she's like, I'll just take it, you know, whatever. So she takes her clear bag and she's walking. And I don't know. She had the sweater, her sweater on the inside. So it was like, it was clear bag, but you can't see anything. So she opens it up like, do you want to search it? And the guy was like, we're not searching today. <laughs> and he goes, and she goes, really? And he goes, unless you got something to hide. And she was like, no. <laughs> And he's like, I okay. Just, I, I, you know what? Going forward, I, I, we need to do recon on places like this because I'm sure there's more places like this than not. Like I've gone, like, like for instance, like at a uh, Coachella, like they check you pretty thoroughly, they do. right? Yeah. But like, you just gotta watch what they do and kind of like, adjust. yeah, so and figure out what, what, how you want to take something in. So. You just got to do your recon. You got to figure it out. And, like, obviously there there was no recon. We could have just walked back, brought the bottle, like, literally, and yep. shoved it in your crotch. The and like, full, like, you know, 1.75 milliliter bottle. Yeah. So here's what I do at, at, at Stagecoach. Yvette makes me carry the backpack because she's like, I have the wine rack. I just need – she's nervous enough. So – I slide one of those plastic. Okay, what is she nervous about? They're just going to take it away from you. Yes, I've. That's what I've said. Like at worst, they're going to be like, throw that away, or take it back to your car. She thinks that they're going to arrest her for attempting to sneak in alcohol. They're not even fucking cops. They don't care. So one, you got to look for the guy who's smiling, because he's having fun, right? Like. You got to look for the security guard who's smiling. When you look for the guy who's like serious, he's trying to be a cop. Go away from him. In an afterlife, yeah. So what I do is I take the backpack because it's, you know, one of those day packs where I can slide a big plastic flask in the back part of it. It's part of like the cushion. Now, when you pick the backpack up, gravity brings the alcohol down, so it's kind of bulky at the bottom, and there's no squish at the top. So I lay the backpack down, and I start going pocket by pocket. I open it. I go, this has just got her sweater. Close it. And if I've gotten that far, I'm you're good. Done. Yeah, you're in. Open the second pocket. I'm like, this has just got her makeup bag. Do you want me to open it? Usually they'll just have like a stick and they'll just kind of like just move it because, around. Because, again, like I told you, I had a security guard license. You're not allowed to reach into someone's bag. You cannot put your hand into a backpack, purse, or any bag. If you ever see someone do that, immediately go, where's your supervisor? He stole $100 out of my bag. And they're going to say, I don't have $100. I had $100. He reached into my bag. Now I don't have $100. Did you reach into my bag and move stuff around? And he's going to go, a, a no. Yeah, you did. So now Mr. Security Guard, very serious, has a moral dilemma. Do you tell the truth? Can they do that stick then? Yes, okay. because that's a, not an object that can steal. So the minute they reach in, where's your supervisor? He just stole $100 out of my bag. 
It's not, I had a hundred dollars right there. Where is it? You reached in and as a, as a um, security guard, you cannot reach into someone's bag. Where's my hundred dollars? What would happen after that? I don't know. But I told the girls in front of me in line at Stagecoach because the guy reached in and pulled out those fake tampons. And he was like, these have liquid in them. I go, he's not supposed to reach into your bag. You can't reach into a bag if you're a security guard. And he was like, uh, this is full of stuff. I found some. I go, you're not allowed to reach in. To you can ask them to take it out. You can ask them to open it. They don't have to take it out. You should have your little searching stick and look around. And if it's like, hey, that's liquid, take that out, please. They could say no, and then I don't know what happens from there. To be you probably get your manager, and then they're like, hey, we need to see it. Yeah. But I was like, he's not supposed to reach in. So he threw it away, and he was like, go ahead. And I was like, you can't reach into somebody's bag. And then he was like, ah, yeah. And he turned, and he walked off. He was like the head security guard. And he fucked up. He knew he did. And I turned and looked at the guy who was running the line, and I was like, I'm just saying, man, it's like, that's, he's like, ah, it's good, man. Like, I ain't reaching into this guy's bag. So I was like, here's this, here's this. He's like, it's cool. It's cool. I just need you to take your, take your hat up. He said, howdy. Took my hat, showed that there's nothing on the inside of it. You're good, man. All right. So if you're so like, that's how I do it. Look in here. See this? This is just this. This is this. This is this. Like, you know, we've got our sunblock. It's sunblock, not one of those flasks. You know, we take just tissues because we have to blow the dust, eye drops. We, you. Yeah. Eye drops because you're, you know, and it's just like, here's all of the stuff that we're bringing. Like, here's all of it. All right, cool. That's how you sneak it by. You didn't need any of that in Long Beach. (laughs) Didn't need, we didn't go through any of that. They just, like, fucking let you in. Shit, you could have bought one ticket. Because that guy was like, how many tickets you got? Like, four. You scanned all four. I forgot what you were saying. No, I yeah, he's like, it, it says it's already been scanned. I was like, yeah, because you already scanned it. You scanned it. He's like, I only scanned three. And I was like, you had to have scanned all four. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I I don't know. Yeah. Like, how- and he's like, oh, just go on in. It's okay. I'm like. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, like, of course it's okay. Like, oh, what the fuck? I bought these tickets. Thank you so much for letting us in. He was the only dick. The guys who were searching. He wasn't, I mean, I don't know if he, he, was, he was a dick. dick. I just think he just, I think he just had a tr- quick trigger and fucking, it scanned an extra one sooner quick. than he expected or whatever. Cause I didn't, I didn't see how it all, like, did you have to flip screen for yeah, each yeah, ticket? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't really want to talk too much about the fights because there was one really good fight and the other ones were okay. There were like two. There were like two really good. Okay, you're right. The first two fights were good and then the guy dislocated his shoulder. That was so disappointing. Yeah. Um, I I actually want to talk about the craziness that there was a fight after the main event. You were amazed by that, huh? Yes. Okay, so for... (laughs) So, like, I started at the beginning where I said I didn't want to fucking take a piss every five minutes. The last two minutes of the championship fight, one guy was, like, clearly dominating. 
Patricio Patricio Pitbull. Yes. Um, in a fight that I would say was slightly better than the Rose Namajunas. Lopez? Ah, that, that's pretty. That's no, you're talking about against uh, uh, what's her name? Hispanic girl. Yeah, she, Rose. She's lost a her champion. Title. Yeah, Rose lost her title to the champ. Um, oh, I think you're being a little. That's a little too critical. But either way, it was it was pretty one sided. And but would you say it was a good fight? No, but I think I've seen worse fights than that. Really? I, just look up Yoel Romero versus fucking Israel Adesanya. That shit was terrible. Oh. What? Is that the the last time that that was? Uh, no, that was a while ago. But oh, like, it, it? it literally like because there was a total of like sixty punches thrown. Izzy's last game. fight was kind of boring. Yeah, against um, this was ten times worse. Really? Yeah, Cannoneer. Cannoneer. Um. So I, Raquel and I were like, I, we gotta pee. So we left with like two minutes left, and then we got back. And we were at the railing when they announced the winner. Yeah. Well, I guess in between them announcing the winner, they had mentioned it, not to you, but to the crowd. Um, they had mentioned it before the fight, too, because I, I heard them say, There's another fight. Stick around. There's a uh, one more fight after the championship bout. Yeah. So they announced champion. People are booing Ooh. him, whatever, whatever, whatever. It, and he, he deserved to be booed, by the way. They booed him because they like Adrian McKee. But wow. so you walk up to us, <coughs> excuse me, and you go, "Do you want to watch the last fight?" <laughs> and and said, you, your last look, fight. Your look at me like we just watched the last that fight. Was Kevin the championship? Come on, dude, fucking moron! Like I could see it in your eyes. I was just like, and you're like, okay. no, they announced it like three times. The last fight, I was like, really? So then. They announced it, like, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, the shit. The first time, though, folks, the first time he looked at me like I was a fucking moron. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, they announced it. I actually looked back at Yvette and went, right? I'm not. They they announced they it, right? They did, right? I'm, that's so like, we decided to figure out a way to get down to the <laughs> to the floor level, right? Might as well. I mean, yeah, there's nobody there at that point. Um <laughs> So we try to walk through one door, well, and the guy goes. As we're walking down, I turn and I go, "Hey, just remember the usher up there said we were allowed to go in." Yeah. Like so, because I know Yvette. Her hands were already sweaty. Like she's nervous to try anything that's partially like, against the rules. Like because they might kick her out. Because the fight's already over, <laughs> right? Like, but that's her thinking. So I'm like, okay, look, the usher up there. Like, so I we walk up to this big open door. Yes. And I say, hey, the usher upstairs said we could. And before I could finish the sentence, he said, you got to walk in through that entrance over there. I go, no, I, yeah, no, we're not leaving. We're and he goes, this is the exit. exit. You got to walk in through that entrance. And we go, okay. How do you think Yvette felt once that happened? Oh, I think nervous? she was like, uh, he got, they said no. Like, they said no, don't make eye contact. Like, so we walked around and it's literally probably like 15 feet, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Around this, these, these rails. And we come back in and you're about to say the same thing to the next usher. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he just goes, he just waves you on in. And we go, okay. okay. <laughs> we walk in. Now we walk past, right past. The guy who told us to go 
around. Yeah, like he was two feet away from the guy that let us in. I'll put it to you this way. It's like you go up to the box office in front of the movie theater and they go, no, no, I'm sorry. The entrance is, is that way. And you go in through the front doors of the movie theater. Like that was the difference. There was nothing. The, the double doors were literally next to each other. There, they were, they shared the same supporting post. <laughs> so we walked in and then at that point, I think we were all kind of just like nervous because we didn't know where to sit. Like yeah. we were unsure. And so we went to sit down on these chairs like, no, 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 this is ADA. You can't sit here. I didn't hear. Does that? Okay. Yeah, that's it was what ADA, they said. Yeah. Because I, I'm glad I didn't hear because I probably would have just done something inappropriate. Like, no, they did. I could sit here. <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad I didn't. So we sat one row back. <laughs> <laughs> Literally yeah. behind that row. I, I, do you remember the fighters' names? No. Ah, see, I wanted to look it up to see if we were on TV. I don't. I don't remember the fighters' names. There was a Hawaiian guy. Yeah. And a white guy. And a white guy. <laughs> yeah. There, I know uh, Dario. Dario Vanush. Darush or some shit Darush. like that. He's the uh, how is Benil, it? Benil Darush. How is, I was going to say, how is it you instantly knew it when you're like, hey, that guy's Benario Darush. I've been I drinking. Like, I'm sorry. We were drinking that night, too. But I I, we're recording. I'm nervous. Yeah. But you got really offended that I looked him up. No, you looked him up because you didn't believe me. It's not that I didn't believe you because I didn't look up. I didn't look up his UFC record, his, any of that. I was just like, I want to see. He's fight. He's fighting in a couple. Uh, Is he? On the Charles Oliveras card. Oh, end of October. I just wanted to see because all I could see was the back of his head. Well, I knew it was him because of the back of his head. Yeah. He's... Hey now. <laughs> so I was like, no, that's cool. Like we got to see one famous like fighter. Um. At least I think he is now. No, I'm questioning that. It was really interesting. Like, what do you mean one famous fighter? There was uh, yeah, that's true. Henry Cejudo, um, Pico. I mean, well, yeah. Uh, the guy we went to go see. Paulo Costa was there. I saw oh, him. You saw him? Yeah, he was there. I he was sitting uh, behind um, Henry Cejudo. Oh, I didn't see him there. Um, oh, sorry. It's funny because I I like the operational aspect of certain things. <laughs> and I'm assuming you didn't like this one. No, no. It, it As far as the operational of the facility of the convention center, no, I did not like that. But when we got down to the, like, VIP seats and I go, oh, I wonder if that guy's a judge. Like, and you're like – no, he's, what did you say? He's, he's like in the, he's in someone's corner or he's, I forgot mm. what you said. I don't remember what I said, but, but I like, know he had fucked up ears. So I was like, nah, cause typically like the judges, they're like boxing judges. So mm-hmm. I didn't think that like, which, which is a good thing because I think that they need to hire more people that are like MMA, MMA judges versus yeah. boxing judges. And then I was like. I don't know. I think he's a fuck because his seat is higher than everyone else's. And then that guy's he's, seat. And, you know when you said he's looking at it. He has a. a he's a, looking really intently. Really intently. Yeah. At the fight. And I go and that guy's seat's higher too. 
and that girl's seat's higher, and there's three of them, like, like there would be three judges. And again, you looked at me like I was an idiot, like, they're just... There's another fight. Announce, no, you said they're, he's an announcer. Is that what I said? I think, I, I might be wrong on that one, but I think you're like, he, no, that's, he's like an announcer or something, or a commentator. I might have said commentator. And I was like, I don't know, his, he's got a high, th- three people have like elevated seats, and then after that round, ding! They all went down. They all went down and started writing. You're like, hey, I think they are the judges because they just like immediately started writing after. It's like, okay. And then the judge on the far end, when we determined that they were actually the judges, <laughs> I noticed that right before 10 seconds left in the match, somebody would say something to him and he'd put a, his hand over his ear. And then you'd hear, click, 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 click. Oh, no, they had the bell. Clang, clang. And so I assumed that he had been sitting there most of the night and asked them, like, hey, give me a heads up so I don't. Or maybe it's common courtesy for whoever's doing next that to, it. to let the people know. Probably, what, whatever the purpose. Is. But that's the operational aspect of it that I think is cool. Like, hey, that guy, he, I want to be the guy who goes, Hey, we're going to – almost 10 seconds. Puts his hand up. Like, clack, clack. Like the guy in the UFC. I noticed that in the UFC, they have these two big two-by-fours that are hinged together with handles. So the guy takes this thing and it's like, clack, clack. Like, I think that's cool. Like, who built that? I want to know who built it. And does it travel with all – like to all the Do events? you have your own or does – is that something that the house provides or is it from the Nevada Gaming Commission or boxing – you know, Probably athletic not. commission? Who's the official timer? All that stuff fascinates me. But, uh, yeah, whoever the Hawaiian dude was that was fighting – He won. He won. That was, a, that was a – not a great fight. No, it was a good fight. But it was a good fight. And then – we were sitting near uh, his family, so right as the fight was ending, his family started walking down to where they'll exit. And this bald Hawaiian guy was walking, and I go, oh, hey, is that your son? And he's like, no, it's my nephew. <laughs> like, okay. All mad. Like, yeah, he's like, just just say yes, fuck it, like, or whatever. Like, nah, that's that's my nephew. Like, you guys are all nephews. So I have two stories, but okay. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the one that has to do with the MMA thing first, and then I want to tell one that's similar to what you just said about is he your nephew? Okay. Okay. So the first story is uh, on Monday, Ariel Hawani, he's a yes, uh, a commentator, uh, reporter. He used to do ESPN. He's independent now, but oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They let him go or whatever. Um, he was ESPN's go-to for yeah. MMA. Yeah. So he had AJ McKeon. Oh, he did. That's cool. As a as a guest, right? And if you remember, AJ McKee threw up a bunch of money when he walked out, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Ariel Hawani asked him, "Hey, was that real money that you threw up?" And he's like, "Come on, Ariel, really? Come on." And then he goes, "Really?" He goes, "How much was that?" He goes, "Ah, like." Two, three hundred bucks. And he goes, Oh, that was cool. Like, da 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 da. 
Well, we were there. Mm-hmm. People were fighting for it. Uh, and then they realized that motherfucker was not real money. Nope. They picked that shit up. Even the guy walked through the current where we were, and you asked him. So we were, what, six rows back? Yeah. From like whatever. From, well, there was probably 15 to 20 rows in front of us. In our section. Yeah, good. As far good as the, the, the lower floor. section. Yeah. But we were only two rows back, two or three rows back. Oh, from, good. Yeah. From yeah. the... I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, the the barrier. The yeah. separation between the people who had to walk on the floor and the people who had, yeah. a, like, permanent seats. Which, they were really reclined, huh? Mm-hmm. Felt weird. I almost uh, fell. Did you really? Sitting down? No, when I stepped on Stepping it. Stepping over? Stepped, yeah. yeah. Um, stepped too much to the right or towards the... So when the guy... The backrest. There was a... I don't know, some representative from Bellator there who gathered up the... Uh, fun tokens. The fun tokens, whatever it was. And so I see him walking, and he's going to go through the curtain right below us. So I run down, and I lean over, and I go, hey, hey. And he looks up, and he's like, what? And I go, are those real bills? And he was like, nah, they're paper. I was like, okay. He's like... And I didn't see them, but to your point, what you said prior, before the to guy me even walked through, going down there and asking the Bellator official, you said what? I said those are fake, and you said why? I said because there's bills that are in arm's distance on the walking platform right. or stage or whatever yeah, that people could have grabbed and they left there. And you're like, no, nah, they're they're real. And I was like, no, I, I was. You said, no, nah, bro, they're real. You gave me that look, like, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. I was like, I said, yeah, that's a that's a good point. That's like, a good point. Yeah, I was like, that's you, a but good you still point. gave me the look, like, you're an idiot. He's a fucking rich guy. He can throw three hundred bucks. It's not a big deal. You're a fucking dumb shit. Is what you thought. <laughs> so I thought that. Yeah. So I think that a lot. It was funny because people were literally, like, pushing each other, right? And so, anyway, he says that on, on Ariel, and I just laughed because I was like, that shit wasn't real. My second story about how you were like, oh, is that your your son? And then he's like, no, all mad. Angry. That I, That's I why I would ask. So. He wasn't that angry. I, I used the cell phones back in the day. And one year... This is when I sold AT&T. Uh, one year they did, they opened up or they had a booth or they sponsored the tournament or whatever at Pacific Palisades. Nice. Okay. For those out of state, Pacific Palisades is fucking nice. That's the one place I went and this man lived in a gated community within a gated community. That's crazy. There were wild peacocks walking the streets. Like, I'm not joking. I believe you. I mean, it's a fucking... Okay, so the golf course, which I only saw one hole, was fucking nice as fuck, right? So that's so, the position she was in. Yeah. So this area they had a setup and was, like, under this tent. And because it was a golf event... Um, what happened? It was the wrong falling side. out. Oh. Um, and it's because they're on the wrong side, but they're round. It fucking... 
So I'm, I'm, I'm in this, I'm, I'm at the, uh, under this tent and they have like a golf bag they're giving away if you get like so many phones and like all this stuff, right? Um, so this, these two individuals walk in, right? Okay. They're both, they're males. males. They're both black. Okay. One is, oh, I don't know, 45 years old and the other one is 10 or 12 or whatever, right? Oh. Okay. Okay. So they walk in and I'm being Mr. Salesman because we're still trying to sell phones there. I'm like, hi, sir. Are you interested in AT&T for you and your son? He fucking looks at me pissed. Why do you think he's my son? And I think he said that because he, cause I, he thought that I was being like racist. Like these two black individuals walked in together. Like, why would you assume he's my son? I, I could be wrong. I don't know. But I instantly respond with, because you guys walked in together? And he changed his tone right away. Like, really? Oh, no. I already have AT&T, but, like, how do I get this golf bag? And I'm like, oh, it's for new customers, da da da, da whatever. And then, like. So your assumption, they were father. Like, you Yeah, no, right. I was his kid. Yeah. But he got mad at me. So that's and why so, I think he, he, I don't know, dude. I I just, yeah. I guess I'm a hundred percent on your side. Like, Hey, am I right? Like, okay. I was still trying to get the sales. So I wasn't trying to be a dick. You know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. But it's like, why are you getting mad, dude? Like I'm right. Like wh- you ever seen that meme with the, that black guy and he's like, why are you booing me? I'm right. You know, I haven't seen it, but I'm gonna look it up now. I'll show you. It's like. Uh, because he's a teenager and you're a grown man. And if you're not father and son or related, it's fucking weird. So you either I'm right or you're a fucking weirdo, like weirdo pedophile shit. Why would I would assume it would be okay for me when Ezra, let's say 12 years from now, I take him golfing for whatever reason, just he and I. But I think it would be kind of odd that you wouldn't go. Maybe you're in the restroom and we walk up to the next hole, whatever, put whatever backstory you in or you want. But I'm not going to get mad that I walk up with a child and you assume it's my son, you know? like Yeah. Well, so do you agree with me? Like why you think he got mad? I think that's probably what it was. I can't think of any other reason that would make any sense. Like, maybe he thought you were insinuating that nothing else makes sense. So, yeah, I I assume it's your son because you're an adult. I would have gone into way more, like, technical detail. That's because you're not a salesman. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I I give you props for just simply going because you walked up together. I'd have been like, um, because you're an adult male with a young male. If you're not, what are you doing here with what I can clearly see as a non-consenting adult? Like, I, how, what else would be better? Yeah, it, it was just <laughs> I, 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 that is like a memory that I'll think of every once in a while, like. Uh, someone could tell me a story about like somebody being upset about them, like assuming something, and like it goes to that memory. I give you credit 
so much credit, like, for just answering in the most simple because you walked up together. Like, I, that's what I thought. Like, it's the clearest, simplest. That's I think that's response. the reason why his whole attitude changed after that. Granted, he didn't buy a fucking phone for me, so fuck him, right? But I did see fucking Tiger Woods, which is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Because he was playing in the tournament, and, you know, he was walking, and they were like, Tiger Woods. So I fucking left the, the tent did look walked walked to the fucking rope, and yeah. he walked by us and shit. This was before, like, this is when Tiger was in the when it was height. Hi- the prime Tiger versus his- the field yeah. was the bet. Yeah. Tiger versus the field. To go back to your story, RJ, when he was younger, you know, let's say four or five years old, Yvette would take him someplace, right? And she would always tell me the story. So this woman came up and said, <clears throat> like at a store or something, you know, oh, do you want a candy? And he's like, yes, please. Okay, well, ask your mother. And she used to say, he would look up at her like, should we correct her? Yeah. Like, should we tell this bitch you're not my mom? And Yvette would look down like, like just okay, like just. Pretend. But it's not their fault. They don't know though. They, that, that's, but that, nobody and nobody's blaming or no one's uh, like. No, I'm not attacking them. I'm just saying like. No, I'm not saying you are. I'm saying I, I'm 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 on like the kid side. Like I, I guess if I was the guy that got upset, like I don't know. You know what I mean? But like. Like I'm just trying to find out. Oh, your adopted son's so cute. Like, is that is that better? And he's a little Hispanic-looking kid. She's Hispanic. Like, you're gonna make that assumption. You're there's a child with an adult. God, please let you be related somehow. If you're like, no, this is my husband. I'm calling someone with a badge because that's not okay. No, it's okay if he was if if she was a boy or a man and then he was a little girl. That's a problem. That is a problem. So I, I don't know. I think people are – here's what I will say. He may have been on edge because he's a black man in Pacific Palisades and may have been the the recipient of assumptions based off of it being a golf course – a very exclusive golf course. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, for no, those. You're probably right. He's probably been dealing with fucking racism, like, in a crazy manner. Especially if he's on a golf course at a country club. Like, most country clubs didn't let Jews or blacks in until a handful of years ago. So, I mean, hell, they play a tournament called the Masters. So, you can think about how that would feel if you're Tiger Woods. I thought you were going to tell the story of how, uh, Raquel lost all faith in my driving ability on the way home. Oh, hold up. Before we even get to that, we didn't even tell the story about... Of the $12. <laughs> so the... I fucking said, hey, we should park at this... Because I used to... Get, so everybody knows, I used to live in Long, downtown Long Beach, which is near the convention center. And I said, we should park in this area because, one... The minimum for it is the cheapest in the area. Yes. Two, sometimes they don't even charge you on nights like this. Yeah. Because they'll have somebody working the the front gate early, or not early, but like around 7 or 8 because they know there's an event. 
And then after a certain time, they just leave it open. So we probably got back to the car like around like what, 10, 30, 11? Yeah. Okay. And we walk, we drive up to the fucking, um, station where they, you, you take the money where you put your ticket in and you, uh, you know, you pay for it or whatever. I didn't even think to tell you to like just drive up. So I go and I pay it. We get in the car. I hand you the ticket so you could fucking scan it. And that motherfucker opens. And I was just like, I pulled up before I could even scan it. The thing opened, opened up. And I looked at Yvette, who was riding shotgun, and I just looked at her with, like, uh, the Chris Pratt meme face where he's just yeah. surprised. like, And she goes, you should have just made the sound. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking got, Yvette, got, she was on one that night. I was like, that was fucking hilarious. Yes, yeah, so I got fucked out of $12. Was, that was... I felt very, I felt bad, dude. I really did. Why'd you feel bad? It's 12 bucks. It's fine. I get it, but we should have just tried. The, I, I talked myself out of feeling bad by saying, you live there. You were, you should have known. But I did tell you guys that though. That's the thing. I don't, anyway, so what what about, nobody talked to you. Like, I, I feel bad, but it wasn't like I was like, no, they're not. Like, no, you got, just buy the ticket. (laughs) Just. I felt bad because right as I was about to scan it, went up. Opened up right away. <gasps> Beep. So why did Raquel get upset with you? So as we were or leaving. freak out? We're, we're driving down the street. And it's a, it's a one-way, two lanes. I'm in the right-hand side. And there's a Ching Chong driver next to us who I'm making sure stays in her own lane and doesn't, you know, make a right out of nowhere. I turn here crossing three lanes of traffic and, uh, you know, just generally being an Asian driver. And I don't know, maybe 100, 150 feet in front of us is a car parked on the side of the road with its hazards on, um, you know, blocking a portion of our lane. I would not have been able to stay in between the Asian lady next to us and pass that vehicle. I needed to slow down or slow speed down up. or speed up. And I didn't need to really change lanes. I just needed to drive on the white divider between the lanes to get past. I'm, I'm not a IndyCar driver. I'm not a NASCAR driver, but I'm a fairly decent driver. In fact, we were having this conversation with some strangers on the street. That you were upset that we didn't uh, back you up because he was making racist comments. I said, you got to watch out for Asian drivers because these guys, I guess, almost got hit. We were right behind them. Yeah. I didn't see it, though. I wasn't paying attention. Well, yeah, because the, the car, the car, the, the car uh, stopped right before we got there. <laughs> um, and we were walking behind you guys, too. So, You know, and I was like, look, I, I hold myself to non-Asian standards when it comes to driving. It's the one test Asians seem to fail repeatedly. I go, I hold myself to white Caucasian male standards of driving. But in any situation, we I see the car. I clear. It's a white car, by the way. So it's a white car at night with its hazards on. And Raquel said... 
Well, I, I don't think you'll be able to fit in between the that, that past that car stopped on the side of the road. I go, I see it. <laughs> we all see the car. Like, I don't know if she thought I wasn't paying attention. Maybe that I, that's probably what it was. It had nothing to do with you being Asian and your eyes being slanted and not being able to see at night. But I'm like, nothing about that, Raquel. I got this. Like, and then you, you, you slowly just moved about two feet to the left <laughs> and, and passed then, it. And it went past it, it went two feet back to the right. <laughs> it was the slightest inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, Raquel, I got this. I, ha- I had to have been that she felt that you weren't paying attention to the car. Like, yeah. I'm looking like at next to me. Like, Which you were, but I don't think you were like, so preoccupied with that lady. Plus, you, I, we saw her in front of us. Like, yes, like she was, because I, I, I was on the left side. I was behind yes, you. You were behind me. Yes. <clears throat> I. That's that's the only thing I could think of. Um. I mean, that night was comedy in general. So I guess <laughs> it, it just a lot of stupid little things happened. But. but it was just at that point, it was like, okay, Raquel, holy uh, shit, Raquel, I have to merge. What do I do getting on this freeway? I mean, I got a pepper in my eye, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, while we're eating pizza, like that <laughs> night was just a lot of just random shit. Oh, God. I don't even know how the pepper got in my eye. I but, really don't. But I just remember going, I, ah, oh, I got a pepper it in my burns. eye. It fucking burned so much. Oh, and then there was like, I told you, like, hey, those two chicks. Uh, we were talking about how like good I was like yeah no you're so no, no, good no. looking those two girls were were they pointed at you pointed at you and you're like everyone thought I was fucking around I was like yeah no. I thought you were fucking around too no and then you're we got in line we saw them and you go they walked past us yeah and you're like hey those are my cousins <laughs> I said yeah really those are the ones that pointed at you and everyone goes really <laughs> I wasn't joking. But I guess the whole night was a lot of comedy. Yeah, then, and, and then so. their so their mom is actually my cousin, so it's oh, my second, cousin's kids. Second, but cousins? she messaged me. She's like, "Dude, we were at the fights too," which is funny because the last UFC event I went to, she, her and her husband were there. My cousin and her husband. <laughs> so I guess that makes sense. Like she's They're a UFC fan. Yeah, yeah, she's a MMA fan. Well, it was a fun night. I appreciate it. It was kind of, I don't know. It's just one of those things where we're like. Hey, you want to go? Like, let's go. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> the Bellator itself isn't great. Like, I'm sure it's a wonder. It's a fantastic organization. The fighters, I you're saying Bellator or the Long Beach Convention Center? I'll put it this way: I don't doubt that the Bellator fighters fight with everything they've got. I won't take anything away from them. What we went to was a little. It was odd that it was that quiet. Um, we didn't even hear the interviews after the fight. Yeah, you could. You could hear him talk to them. It's just they were booing. Oh, uh, they interviewed everybody. Yeah. No, yeah, we okay. What was it that we couldn't? It was like it couldn't be hear nice the commentary. Hear. You couldn't hear the commentary. We couldn't hear what was. Oh, like the uh, it, the interview at the beginning where like John McCarthy's talking on the ramp and like I don't know it was just like very quiet it was a very quiet event 
Yeah, that part was odd. As far as the fighters goes, though, like I, I, I don't doubt. I, I don't. I don't take anything away from I don't, them. They're definitely not as deep as as the UFC. No, but they put a hometown card out there, which what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, there was Long Beach the, Hesperius, uh, uh, Whittier, Whittier. There was a San Diego Del Mar. Um, oh, yeah, Del Mar. Somebody else. And then the fucking dude from Canada. Fuck Canada. I got a lot of people laughing at that one. I think that Bellator would do well against some of the top UFC guys. I don't I'm not saying Oh the, the fighters themselves? Yeah. Oh I assume I don't I don't think that they would like if you put all the champions versus the champions, I think UFC would win more than not. Like seventy percent, you think? Two thirds. I have to look at each weight class, but I would say probably probably two thirds. Um, that's pretty that's pretty dominant. Yeah, but but you I, also. I, also think, I mean, I'm also gonna say that like you're a second tier yeah. organization. Like that's right. just what it comes down to. Like XFL is. Are they going to win two third? Are they are they going to win right. a third of their games when they play an NFL team? I don't think so. Maybe, yeah, may, uh, yeah. You just need to know who you are and operate in your lane. Like I was interested in. Um, I don't want to say how little because it was a lot of money to you and I, but they the Cal- California puts out their pay, and like these guys got paid like. A hundred and a hundred fifty thousand dollars to fight. How the? F- oh, it's got to be Showtime money. I mean, they make more of their money on sponsorships. Yeah, and they make well those guys, yes, but they probably made the most of what they got paid for their fight. From no, Showtime. I don't think there's pay per view points on. You don't think they got it? Mm, I don't uh, think so. I, I I remember an interview. I could be wrong. But I know that's one of the things that separates. If you're in the UFC and you're like a big star, that's why everyone wants the McGregor fight. Yeah, is, because you get all the pay-per-view points. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know where they would have got that money because the ticket sales would not have covered it. I, I know there's like a contract too um, with Bellator and Showtime. Or so the, I, I guess maybe that's what I, I mean by the Showtime money is Showtime has a contract with Bellator, which allows Bellator to pay. And that's for only the, 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 the four fighters in the two main events. I don't know what Pico oh, gets paid okay. or anybody else below that, but I mean, regardless, like I just, I expected them to get paid a little less. more. Oh, I would think. No, less. I was expecting them to get paid a little more. Cause doesn't UFC fighters, they get like 85 a fight. Mm, you're talking about main event fighters. No, 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 no. I'm talking like the average fighter gets I think like, it's, Ten and is it ten thousand to show ten thousand a win on like the lower book? card? Yeah, dude, it's not good at all. Uh, main card, but not main event. If you're on the main card, you're probably getting paid like eighty to one hundred and fifty. Oh, so, well, I said eighty. No, I know, but I know you meant main card. I just like average fighter per fight. So you got to take because I thought I looked it up one time and it was like. Average fighter is about 85 grand. So that's, you know, if you're going to have somebody at 40K a fight and someone at 160 a fight, well, no, 
whatever the matter, you know. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That seems to me, it seems like they get paid a lot per fight versus the UFC. No, I, I'm I talking just, about the two main, the two main. I'm talking about AJ McKee and then whoever he it. fought, and then uh, Pitbull and whoever he fought. Like oh, they got okay. paid 150 and like 125, and then uh, AJ McKee, AJ McKee got paid 100, and the thing the guy he fought got like 40. Or something like that. 40K? Yeah, 40 or 50K. Oh, wow. Yeah. But a lot of those guys, they get they get most of their money on sponsorships. I, okay, so you say the way you presented the question, I'm actually, I'm a little bit surprised that it was that high. No. I, I mean, thought they I would have gotten paid a lot less than the UFC would have paid it. I guess just because the champion, like, yeah, I would have thought he would have gotten closer to 250 or 300,000. And fair. You're looking at the two main events, the championship fight, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just kind of like, overall, what does an average Bellator fighter make per fight versus... What do you think Nate Diaz made on his last fight? I want to look that up. Oh, see, and I think a lot of it comes from, like, the pay-per-view money. No, I, I'm talking about just from the fighting purse. Just from the fighting purse? I would assume, like, and I could be way off, but my assumption would have been 125K. Mm-hmm. That's. Well, when he fought Anthony Pettis, he got 250000 Okay, so I'm way off then. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I just remember looking up, and I don't know when. It might have been a few years ago, but it was like the average fighter gets eighty-five grand a fight. But that might be again. That might be entry level, averaged out with like. Yeah, so he got two hundred fifty thousand from a base salary for Leon Edwards. He got five hundred thousand against. George Masvidal. Oh, that's a lot more than I thought it was then. He got $2 million to fight Connor. I, that's just base. That's base. That has no pay-per-view money in it? Pay-per-view, he got $3.1 million. Oh, that's a lot more than I thought it was. He got $5 million total. And he fucked up Connor, didn't he? No, not in that fight. Hmm. Mm, let's see if it says... No, that doesn't say. That's crazy. I maybe I have not adjusted for inflation because it could have honestly been ten years ago that I looked I, that I up. I guess what I'm getting at. So like the he got two fifty. I would think that the Bellator champion would get like two hundred. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Hmm. I'm just gonna say, what is the average? I will say this, uh, and so like if you're a huge star in boxing, like, you know, Canelo, um, Usyk, fucking the Gypsy King, like those guys are making, you know, 50 to a hundred million dollars, right? Oh, for pay-per-view mm-hmm. and boxing? Yeah. Just for their purses. Yeah. See, okay. So I just Googled it. Again, I don't know how accurate this is, but it says after a few wins and a reputation in the octagon, a better contract is then signed to a middle tier ranging from 80 to 
250 a fight. Yeah. So, okay. That makes sense. That's as of February this year. So I know that hmm. a middle-of-the-road boxer gets paid less than a middle-of-the-road UFC fighter. That where it gets separated is when they become superstars. Yeah. So, like, someone like John Jones is getting paid, like, half $6 million dollars a fight plus pay-per-view points. And, Connor and Connor's like 50 making $50 million on $100 million. Oh, against uh, Mayweather? Yeah. So that's where, it, like, it just separates itself. Yeah. That's why these guys are willing to go jump in the boxing ring, lose. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. What do they care? They'll fight Jake Paul, get knocked out, and make $10 million. Yeah, easy. Against Jake Paul? Because Jake Paul brings in, what, probably $25 million? Well, he brings it in as long as he's bringing somebody that could beat him. Or not even uh, just willing to to fucking spar with him verbally. Like, oh, I got what you're saying. That's an impact. You have to hype it. That's the Conor McGregor aspect. Yeah, you have to. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but to make it interesting. Well, let's um let's wrap this up, dude, because uh you know Wednesday nights getting late, getting late. Should only be like maybe another month or so while we're doing football. Um, yeah, RJ's got. Couple more games. His sixth game, I think, is coming up. I think he plays. Like you said they're what, four and one, five and one. They're four and one now. I have a feeling they're going to get their ass kicked. Who are they playing? Montebello. They're good. Yeah. When we scrimmage them, and you know how scrimmages work, like you get the ball on offense for like ten plays. First play, forty-yard touchdown, run. All right. Second play, forty-yard touchdown, run. Hmm. Third play, 40-yard touchdown run. Ooh, this isn't good. Fifth play, 40-yard touchdown pass. So they scored on every play? For the first, like, six plays, yes. Jesus. Yeah, they're really good. Look, like I say, my son's doing very well. Um, He's learning. It's fun. It's really fun to watch him play. That's cool. So, as soon as this is over, though, we'll start going back to some earlier shows. Hopefully have some guests on for longer interviews, much like our friend Buddy came. Thank you so much. Until next time, peace. Later, guys.